0: we reach episode 200. That is so exciting. And today we are going to dive deeper into money stories. So get ready. You did it. You have found your judgment free zone. The Her Dinero Matters podcast, a bilingual podcast for women who want to become reinas of their money and love their dinero more. I am your host, Jen Hemphill, a former extreme frugalist turned reina of your money advocate. Each week, I'm going to help you reign your money like that queen that you are with inspiring interviews and panel discussions from La Comunidad Latina and with solo episodes sharing simple, actionable tips and strategies. Thanks for spending some time with me today. And now let's jump into today's dose of money confidence. Hola, bienvenida, qué emoción, we have reached episode 200. Can you believe it? It's been a wild ride, but I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. This is Jen Hempill, and I'm curious, did you listen to last week's episode? If not, definitely put it into your listening queue, stat. Today, I am supplementing last week's episode. I shared last week the cycle of what I called making things happen and how chances are good that the lack of belief is what is missing in for you in the cycle. Today, I'm going to discuss with you another thing that will affect your cycle, your money stories. And as you know, especially if you have listened for a while, a big focus of this podcast is our money story. Meaning, what we saw, heard, experienced that shaped how we feel and see and manage our money. In today's episode, you're going to learn the two money stories we all have, but we tend to ignore, and the missing money story we all need, as well as how money stories can shape our belief, mindset, and confidence, and vice versa, as well as one tip to help you make your money stories transform. Your financial life. Lista, vamos pues. In my book, Her Money Matters, I go into detail about what a money story is and the three money stories we need to be aware of. You can also reference the episode 77 for more insight as well, but I'm going to go into just a brief overview. So, a money story is your eye view on money from experiences or observations that not only shapes your mindset or view on money, but how you treat it. And in my experience, there are three types of money stories, the past, which is how you grew up or how money, then the present, which is presently how you are viewing money, which could be different or the same on your past money story. You also have the future money story, which is not only how you want your life to be and how you want to feel about your money. This is the one story that many people don't create. We need vision. We can't create a life we want without knowing what we want it to look like. You with me, cierto? Can you guess which stories we tend to ignore and not pay too much attention to? If you guessed your past and present, you are correct. So, with the past money stories, we tend to put the past money stories in our box of memories, but we don't do anything with it. And chances are that if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, it hasn't, I hope that it has encouraged you to think about your past money story. In my book, I share how my past money story included a mix of being a kid in uncertain times in Colombia back in the early 80s to moving to the U.S. where the culture and perceptions around money felt completely different. I share the impact my family's being robbed at gunpoint had on me and what I learned from it. And what I experienced living in the U.S. as an adolescent, where my parents not having much money pushed me in a direction of looking for ways to be independent, as in earning my own money with babysitting and things of that sort. So that way I could buy those coveted things like, that I wanted, like the guest jeans. Remember those that had the bows at the very bottom of the leg? I don't know why I wore those or like them, but I bought them. And as well as the tree-torn sneakers, by the way, did you know they are back? I recently bought myself a pair and I wear them proudly. You'll have to check out my Instagram feed for them. Now, I also was feeling the stigma of being considered a lower income kid with the free or the reduced lunch tickets I carried with me and not being able to buy those uh, brand name items that a lot of my classmates had. And at one time, that was a huge thing as an uh, adolescent. I don't see that too much, honestly, with my boys now. I don't know if it exists um, much. Uh, If it does, it doesn't seem to exist with my boys too much. And I don't know if it's just because of how we raise them, or it's because it's not as important nowadays. Who knows? You'll have to let me know your experience with your kids. So that is the past money story. Now I wanted to share some details of what my past money story is. So I want you, the reason being is I want you to think about your past money story. Again, I hope this podcast has encouraged you to do so But I hope you have taken it a step further in writing it out, because you can think about those memories and that past money story, but you don't want to put it in the box of memories. We want to do something with it. Then we also have the present money story, I should say. Unless you have read my book, been listening to my podcast for a while, and you have applied what you have learned, you probably don't pay attention to your present money story. Let's be real. It's important to be aware of it because we tend to be recycling our past money story, which may or may not serve us. If it doesn't serve us, we need to be aware of it and change that present money story to one that serves us. I have had that experience where I wasn't aware of my past money story, and I tend to recycle those thoughts in feelings and beliefs that we didn't have the money or we couldn't afford things which didn't serve us, right? So it's really important to be aware of that past money story and see what our present money story looks like. What are we feeling? What are the thoughts that we have around money? Because chances are it's linked to your past money story. And if that past money story doesn't serve you, again, we need to shift that. And then we also have the future money story, which remember, our future money story is our vision for our financial life in the future, as well as how we perceive, feel, and manage our money. We can't shape the future again of our future money story without understanding the past and present. Because, and here's the thing, because a future hasn't arrived yet, We have the extraordinary opportunity to let loose dream and dictate what we want our future to look like. It is not too late to change the future money story or our present money story for that matter. We create our reality with the power of our future money story. So it's important to shift the present money story to one that serves you, but we're creating our reality with our future money story. So we went over those money stories, the two that people don't pay attention of, to attention to is the past and the present, the ones that we tend to ignore, and the future money story is one that we just don't create, but we need to. Now, our money stories are so intertwined with belief, mindset, and confidence. It's crazy. Our money stories can shape those things. And if we improve our beliefs, if we improve our mindset and our confidence, we can shape our present and future money stories. For example, I have shared that my past money story led me to a mindset of scarcity, of feeling that there was never enough money. When I became an adult, it shaped me to thinking a lot of things were far reaching for us and not possible because of the quote unquote lack of money. I didn't realize that I was repeating the cycle of my past money story. Once it hit me, this was year 10 of our marriage back in 2010, I started shifting my mindset in confidence towards a belief that we were deserving of, that we were capable of more. And once I started working on that, our finances shifted for the better and we were doing more of what we wanted as a family. Granted, it took me some time and it wasn't an overnight transformation because life wanted to creep in. And before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. Get in the way and I would have to fight it and get going again. But I kept at it just like you should too. Working on my internal thoughts or my mindset and taking action to increase my confidence helped me improve my belief and reshape my present money story into more of a joyous and fruitful one. Side note, that was back in 2010. We are now in 2020. Remember in last week's episode, I also shared how I was still lacking belief in some areas of my life. So just because you improve your belief in one area doesn't equate to having belief in everything. I believe, no pun intended, that just like you can feel confident, it doesn't equate to being confident in all areas of your life. With having belief, as I mentioned, it's the same. You can have belief in yourself and being able to run a marathon, let's say, which I don't have that belief or maybe it's just I don't want to. <laughs> but you may lack belief in increasing your net worth, for example. So I hope that got you to think more about your money stories. I hope that got you to think more on the bol- on your belief and how those money stories can impact your belief and vice versa. Now, I wanted to give you the Reina tip of the week. And this week, it's, I want you to go back in time, maybe your childhood or your teenage years, or even as a young adult or a younger adult. (laughs) What memory or experience do you recall that had a significant impact on you? I want you to think about that. Once you had a moment to think about that, I want you to ask yourself these questions. Question number one is, Why is this memory significant for you? That's question number one. So why is this significant for you? Question number two, does anything keep showing up in your life that traces back to the story? If so, what is it? And question number three, what can you do to reshape that story to one that serves you? So again, question number one is, why is this memory significant for you? Question number two is, does anything keep showing up in your life that traces back to the story? If so, what is it? And question number three, what can you do to reshape that story to one that serves you? For example, a memory very significant to me. When living in Colombia, my parents had this restaurant or discotheque. I'm aging myself here. That unfortunately failed. And it was such an awesome place because I love dancing. So I would sneak down. I remember that disco ball and I would sneak down and dance with the adult. Anyways, long story short, the that business failed and they lost money. It was a very, very tough time. So that is the memory that's significant to me. So I'm doing, I'm taking myself through those questions that I ask you. I ask you to take yourself there. And why is it significant? So growing up, the message relayed was to me was to go to college and study for a good career that gave you stability. Entrepreneurship was not considered stability because it's really it's really an ongoing adventure you have to have grit and you have to have that tenacity to keep going because it's an up and down up, a roller coaster ride <laughs> and so here's the third question does it keep showing up absolutely this memory this really keeps showing up in my life so what can i do to reshape this for me, I feel like I can continue to take action, whether at leads to quote unquote failure or success, because I know I will learn from it. And I always have to tell myself, I will learn from this no matter if it's a success or a failure, even though that's still hard because you don't, there's so much fear and failure because failure can mean losing money. Failure can mean not achieving something. There can be so many things that can be painful, but regardless, you can learn from it. The other thing to reshape that story is I can celebrate my successes and learn from those failures. failures. Remember that. And also I want to remember or remind myself that I believe that I'm here to leave the world a little better than when I entered. And this is my path towards this responsibility because I take it I don't take it lightly. I I don't believe that I'm just here to take up space. I believe that I'm here to help you. I think this is why I'm doing I do this podcast and do what I do in the hopes to leave the world a little better than when I entered. So does that help you go through those questions? So again, why is this memory significant for you? Does anything keep showing up in your life that traces back to this story? If so, what is it? And I sh- shared with you that, yes, it keeps showing up. And I didn't sh- share what is, what is it? How does it keep showing up? It keeps showing up as in fear. It keeps showing up with resistance and resistance to doing some things. It keeps showing up with thoughts of what am I doing? I need to get a nine to five job it keeps showing up in those ways. So I didn't actually answer that part. And then the last question is, what can you do to reshape that story to one that serves you? So I hope that me going through answering those questions with my experience, with my uh, story my memory, it helps you to do the same. Today, let's do a really quick recap. We discussed the too many stories that we don't tend to pay attention to, which is our past and present, and the one money story we don't necessarily have, which is our future money story. We also talked about how money stories can shape our belief, mindset, and confidence, and vice versa. We did, had a discussion on that, as well as one tip to help you make your money stories transform your financial life. And those were answering those questions that I went over. The reign of the Week, Is Lisa and Lisa had a phenomenal year. She paid off her student loans, which was a sore thing for her. It was stressing her out for a long time. So I want to congratulate you, Lisa. I know there's more to come and I know you feel so good about paying off those student loans. Now, remember that I talked about how in my family, having a stable career, was an important thing and that was a message that was relayed to us and I think partly is because of that experience my parents had with entrepreneurship and it's funny because this is what I do in and running a business and and growing a business and one of the things that I shared with you last week in growing this belief and changing my money story into especially my future money story is to Push my boundaries. And I shared with you last week about the podcast live event that I'm preparing for later on this year. So I, you can hear the little bit of the vision on last week's episode. But if you want to stay in the loop, you can sign up for the waitlist at jenhemphill.com forward slash live event. Next week, we speak with Celeste Carrasco, who is a director of federal public affairs at. AT&T, and we get to know her money story as well as how her belief in people with special needs led her to do some advocacy efforts for this population. You are probably noticing how belief is what we're focusing on this month. That is it. Eso es todo. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to tune into the show. Be sure to check out the show notes at jenhempill.com forward slash 200 to refer to everything you need from the show. Remember this, you can absolutely be the reina of your money starting now. You don't have to wait. The choice is in your hands. You've got this. Tú puedes. I believe in you. Nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. I will talk to you next Thursday. Ciao. I love it. You are still here. Chances are you are loving the podcast. So I've got a really cool option for you. Join us on the Himalaya app where you can not only subscribe, but join the Cafecito Lounge. In the Cafecito Lounge, I help you take your weekly experience on the podcast a level deeper by providing you a space to chat, ask questions, take action, and go deeper on your own financial journey for only $7.99 a month. For more details, go to Himalaya.com forward slash dinero, that's with a capital D, and I will see you in the Cafecito Lounge only available on Himalaya.